0: It's 1989, on a hot day in Maracay, a small town on the coast of Venezuela. And 11-year-old Georgie Aponte wants to spend the whole day at his cousin's house.
1: Mi primo y yo podemos ir al río o a la playa con nuestros padres, pero no queremos. Nosotros tenemos un mejor plan.
0: Their plan is to play their favorite game. They step outside and take their positions. Georgie grips his bat as his cousin winds up for the pitch. Georgie takes a swing.
1: Jugamos toda la tarde. Nuestros padres llegan a casa y nosotros todavía estamos jugando. El tiempo ha pasado tan rápido.
0: And they keep playing. Except in this game, instead of using a typical baseball bat, Georgie uses a broomstick from the kitchen. And instead of a baseball, his cousin pitches a tiny metal bottle cap. Una chapita.
1: Solo necesitábamos un palo de escoba y unas chapitas. Nada más.
0: The game is called chapitas, which is the word Venezuelans use for bottle caps. Baseball is the most popular sport in Venezuela, so it's no surprise that its cousin, chapitas, is played in neighborhood streets, courtyards, hallways, almost everywhere in the country.
1: Pienso que jugar chapitas ayuda a la comunidad, porque cualquier persona puede participar en el juego, sin importar su género, edad, o condición física. Puedes jugar con tus amigos, con tu familia, con tus compañeros, con quien quieras. Chapitas es para todas las personas.
0: Welcome, les damos la bienvenida, to the Duolingo Spanish podcast. I'm Martina Castro. This season, we're exploring customs, or costumbres, from the Spanish-speaking world to help you improve your Spanish listening and to learn more about daily life in other cultures. In today's episode, we traveled to Venezuela to get a lesson in playing a different kind of baseball. The storyteller will be using intermediate Spanish, and I'll be chiming in for context in English. If you miss something, you can always skip back and listen again. We also offer full transcripts at podcast.duolingo.com. And similar to other Spanish-speaking countries, the S is often aspirated in the Venezuelan accent. That means you'll hear an H sound rather than the typical S sound. So some words like baseball will sound like… Baseball was pretty much Georgie's life growing up in Maracay, where he lived with his parents, older brother, and sister in the 1980s. At the time, Maracay was a relatively small city. It didn't have a ton of buildings, so there was lots of room to play.
1: Yo crecí en una ciudad con muchos parques y espacios naturales. De niño, había muchos lugares para jugar cerca de mi casa era una de las zonas más bonitas de la ciudad.
0: Georgie barely remembers the first time he played baseball because it was everywhere.
1: El béisbol forma parte de la vida de casi todos los venezolanos. Desayunamos, almorzamos y cenamos béisbol. Lo vemos en las noticias y leemos en los periódicos. Creo que la primera vez que fue a un campo de béisbol tenía como cinco años.
0: Georgie and his brother often watched baseball games at that stadium. It was close to their house in Maracay and sometimes they went with their parents or they snuck out to catch a late game by themselves.
1: Una vez, cuando mi hermano tenía 17 años y yo 12, nos escapamos para ver un juego. Regresamos a casa muy tarde, como a las 11 de la noche. Sabíamos que nuestros padres no iban a estar contentos. Pero ver el partido fue muy emocionante.
0: At the stadium, they often saw friends and hung out afterwards to play together. Georgie started playing baseball very early, and he dreamed of becoming a pro baseball player.
1: Me encantaba jugar al béisbol, y quería ser un jugador profesional. Así que entrenaba muy duro.
0: But in his neighborhood, he also played the local sport, chapitas. So instead of a ball, they played with bottle caps. And instead of the typical thick wooden baseball bat, Georgie used a household broom. First, he would take off the bristles, so it'd be easier to hit the chapita.
1: Antes de jugar chapitas, hay que buscar las tapas de las botellas de vidrio. Cerca del estadio, hay varios sitios donde venden cerveza y donde podíamos encontrar chapitas. Mis amigos y yo también íbamos al campo de béisbol, cerca de nuestra casa, para buscar chapitas en la basura. Íbamos después del fin de semana, y le pedíamos al señor que tenía una tienda allá, si nos podía regalar las chapitas que tenía en la basura.
0: When U.S. oil companies came to Venezuela in the early 1900s, they brought baseball with them. The sport exploded, and is still the most popular game in Venezuela. Over time, Maracay became home to many famous Venezuelan baseball players, like Miguel Cabrera, who now plays for the Detroit Tigers in Major League Baseball. Georgie dreamed of becoming a professional ball player like him.
1: Miguel Cabrera es uno de los mejores jugadores de nuestro país, y yo tuve la oportunidad de jugar contra él. Miguel jugaba en un equipo que se llamaba como su tío, David Torres. Ese equipo practicaba en el barrio donde vivía mi abuela. Así que yo jugué contra ellos varias veces. Ver a jugadores que han sido estrellas en las grandes ligas de béisbol me hizo creer que todo era posible. Y que yo también podía ser un jugador profesional.
0: But baseball wasn't always accessible to everyone. It could be expensive to buy equipment, and not every neighborhood had a baseball diamond. So Chapitas emerged as a way to play with everyday household items almost anywhere. Other baseball-loving countries in Latin America have similar makeshift versions of baseball. In the Dominican Republic, it's called vitilla. Along the coast of Colombia, they play bate tapita.
1: Creo que el nombre chapitas solo se usa en Venezuela. Y, aunque en algunos países de Latinoamérica hay juegos parecidos, en otros países la gente ni siquiera sabe que es un tipo de béisbol que se juega sin pelota.
0: The basic premise of Chapitas is the same as baseball hit the bottle cap with the broomstick. But for Georgie and his friends, a few rules made it different. For example, they didn't always end an inning with three outs. Sometimes they played until just two outs to make the game go faster. Georgie was also part of a baseball team and he trained hard. But he would play Chapitas almost every day with his friends.
1: El juego en realidad. Empieza cuando sales a buscar las chapitas, y así se crea el sentido de comunidad. Aunque a veces era complicado encontrar un sitio para jugar, al final siempre encontrábamos un parque. Y, de lunes a viernes, después de la escuela, siempre jugaba con mis amigos.
0: On Sundays, Georgie would visit his aunt's house, where his cousins would be waiting. Together they played chapitas with whatever they had on hand. Usually that meant bottle caps, but if they were out of those, they'd find something else.
1: Jugábamos con muchos objetos diferentes. Por ejemplo, con pelotas de papel aluminio o de plástico.
0: In addition to those Sunday games, Georgie's family made chapitas part of their New Year's celebrations. They'd all get together at his aunt's house to eat traditional Venezuelan tamales or ayacas. Then they'd hold a family tournament of chapitas, hoping to strike many honrones or home runs.
1: Toda la familia jugaba. Niños, padres, tías, mujeres y hombres. Preparábamos más de 100 hallacas, un plato típico venezolano. Y pasábamos el día juntos con comida, bebidas y chapitas. Enfrente de la casa de mi tía, hay otra casa. Si la chapita pasaba por la ventana de los vecinos, entonces era un honrón. Al final del día, siempre había muchas chapitas en la casa de los vecinos.
0: Georgie also felt the custom helped sharpen his baseball skills because the bottle cap was so small, it required extra precision.
1: Hay que tener buena vista porque la chapita es muy pequeña. Y, a veces... La chapita hace cosas extrañas, porque, obviamente, no es una pelota normal. Con este juego, aprendes a ser paciente. Si sabes que no le vas a pegar a la chapita, es mejor que no hagas el swing para que no te eliminen. Tienes que esperar al momento perfecto.
0: Georgie felt Chapitas and all his practice was getting him closer to his dream of becoming a professional baseball player, and he made the starting team. But when Georgie turned 15 years old, he began to experience strong pain in his back. It was hard to keep playing baseball, or even Chapitas.
1: Me dijeron que tenía un problema en la espalda, pero en ese momento los médicos todavía no sabían que era.
0: Georgie wanted to be a professional baseball player, but he faced a new challenge. At age 15, he was diagnosed with scoliosis, an illness where the spine curves sideways and can cause pain. The new, sharp pain caught him by surprise. The doctor told Georgie that he needed physical therapy if he wanted the pain to stop and to keep playing sports.
1: (laughs) Tuve que hacer terapia de rehabilitación. Empecé a nadar para tratar de mejorar mi postura y volver a caminar bien, pero no jugué al béisbol durante cuatro o cinco meses.
0: Georgie had to focus on therapy right when one baseball season was ending and another was beginning. It was hard to take a break, especially since he felt he had a good chance to go pro.
1: Los equipos de Grandes Ligas escogen a jóvenes de 15 años, y a esa edad yo sentía que tenía potencial. Cuando era joven, era un buen bateador y también podía jugar en cualquier otra posición. Jugué en la Liga Municipal con mi primo y mi entrenador también era el entrenador de un equipo profesional venezolano.
0: After he finished his therapy, Georgie tried to get back into the game, but soon he felt he couldn't keep up. His skills didn't feel as sharp.
1: Había mucha competencia y yo sabía que no era suficientemente bueno como para alcanzar mi sueño de convertirme en jugador profesional. Gané un premio y empecé una nueva temporada, pero ya no era lo mismo. No me sentía bien, porque después de la escoliosis había perdido mi motivación. Así que esa fue mi última temporada y tuve que aceptar que mi sueño ya no era posible.
0: Eventually, Georgie traded baseball for a new sport, ultimate frisbee. He became so good that in 2008, he represented Venezuela in a world championship in Canada. That's where he met his future wife, Alex. In 2011, the couple settled in Vancouver permanently. Georgie channeled his love of sports into a career as a fitness coach, but he still felt something was missing.
1: Estaba contento con mi nueva vida. Pero también extrañaba mi ciudad de Maracay, la extrañaba porque era una ciudad sencilla, pero con mucha historia, también extrañaba la gente, la alegría del venezolano y por supuesto a toda mi familia, extrañaba jugar chapitas con mi hermano Héctor, con mis primos y mis amigos, hay cosas que ya no van a ser como antes.
0: For nearly 10 years, Georgie didn't play baseball, nor did he play chapitas. Much of his family had also left Venezuela and were now living in places like Miami and Peru. But after Georgie became a dad, he began to teach his firstborn son, Caleo, to play baseball, and he began to coach a kids' baseball team.
1: Caleo tiene 6 años, y desde que era muy pequeño, empecé a enseñarle a jugar béisbol. El verano pasado, Caleo comenzó a jugar en un equipo aquí en Vancouver, donde yo era el entrenador.
0: Playing with Caleo, Georgie realized just how much he missed chapitas. So he set out to teach his son the custom.
1: Mi hijo es venezolano y juega al béisbol. Así que también tiene que aprender a jugar chapitas y seguir nuestra tradición.
0: Georgie knew his son didn't actually need to learn chapitas. Kaleo had a bat, a ball, and a place to play. But Georgie still wanted to pass the custom on to his son, so he could reap the game's benefits, just like Georgie did growing up in Venezuela.
1: Estoy emocionado, porque puedo compartir esta tradición venezolana con él. Este juego fue muy importante para mí cuando yo era pequeño, y quiero que mi hijo Viva la misma experiencia que yo viví. Pero va a ser un poco difícil, porque él no tiene primos aquí. Además, ver a los niños jugar en la calle no es tan común como lo era en Venezuela.
0: Georgie began introducing Chapitas to his son through pictures and media. They watched one documentary about a famous Venezuelan baseball player, José Altuve, who played chapitas as a kid and went on to win a World Series with the Houston Astros. Georgie got excited when his son, Kaleo, got curious and started asking a lot of questions.
1: Kaleo me hizo muchas preguntas. ¿Qué es una chapa? ¿Cómo se juega? ¿Qué se necesita para jugar? ¿Y dónde se puede jugar? Así que le mostré varios videos para enseñarle el juego.
0: Since then, Caleo has only gotten more excited to learn chepites. Georgie and his family have taken the first step to collect the actual bottle caps. It's not that easy in Canada.
1: Es difícil encontrar las chapas y un lugar donde jugar. De niño, yo buscaba las chapas en la basura, pero aquí no podemos hacer eso. Tendría que beber muchas cervezas o también podría organizar una fiesta para tener muchas bebidas.
0: For a proper game of chapitas, Georgie's family needs dozens of bottle caps, since the caps get scattered all over and can get lost. Searching for bottle caps has become a family affair. Even Georgie's son has started to gather them.
1: Poco tiempo después, Caleo regresó de la escuela con una chapita. Me imagino que se emocionó cuando encontró la chapa. Ahora seguramente camina mirando el suelo para ver si encuentra otras chapitas.
0: Georgie believes chapitas will teach Kaleo important things, not just to be a better athlete, but to develop a sense of responsibility and to value teamwork. Georgie doesn't have a team yet, but he hopes his 10-month-old son can one day join in the fun too.
1: Chapitas es un trabajo en equipo, desde el inicio hasta el final. Juntos buscamos las chapitas. Juntos jugamos. Y juntos terminamos. No es un juego individualista, porque todas las personas tienen que participar y respetarse. No puedo esperar compartir este deporte con mis dos hijos.
0: Georgie Aponte is 39 years old and lives in Vancouver, Canada with his family. This story was produced by Jimena Marcos, an audio storyteller based in Spain. We'd love to know what surprised you about Venezuelan culture in this episode. You can write us an email at podcast at Duolingo.com and call and leave us a voicemail or audio message on WhatsApp at plus one seven oh three nine five three nine three six nine. Don't forget to say your name and where you're from. Here's a message we recently got from Rita in Boise, Idaho. I just listened to the story about Christina in Philadelphia. I'm really not up to intermediate or whatever it is Spanish, but with the English explanation, I just found it absolutely fascinating. It was totally wonderful. I just think Duolingo is an extremely good program in that story. I think that it was just done exceedingly well. And I look forward to the day when I can really understand Spanish. Gracias, muchas gracias. De nada, Rita. Thank you so much for calling and keep on practicing. If you liked this story, please share it. You can find the audio and a transcript of each episode at podcast.duolingo.com. You can also follow us on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. With over 500 million users, Duolingo is the world's leading language learning platform and the most downloaded education app in the world. Duolingo believes in making education free, fun, and available to everyone. To join, download the app today or find out more at Duolingo.com. The Duolingo Spanish podcast is produced by Duolingo and Adonde Media. I'm the executive producer, Martina Castro. Gracias por escuchar.